0: The Bible says, "Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women came with them and came to the tomb bringing spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid, bowed their faces to the earth. They said to them, "Why do you seek the living among the dead?" He is not here, but is risen. Remember how He spoke to you when He was still in Galilee, saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. One more time before we go home and go to our families and enjoy the festivities of this day. Let us remember the purpose of this morning. Let us remember the purpose of this hour. And that is to worship you and to remember the greatness of Easter. And so God, I know that the, there is power in your resurrection. It is why we live. It's why we sing today. It's why we are all here in this room right now. And so, Lord, thank you for your blessings, thank you for your anointing, and thank you for the peace of God that passes all understanding. Cover us, speak through me that I may speak your word, and anoint our ears that we may hear the word of the Lord and be doers thereof. Touch all those that are here and those that are sick that could not be here with us this morning. And Father, we give you praise for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated praise god as a reminder don't forget we have the night off because of uh, all your family events so reminder that we do not have service this evening we brother scott he stole my a thunder just a little bit brother joe is with us this morning and we've already recognized that but praise the lord praise god he had his stroke back in january and he's with us today so thanking god for that sister erica is with us today and I'm thanking the Lord for that. And so we we are we are thrilled to see both of them and all of you that are here in the house of the Lord this morning. The Bible tells us about the resurrection and the resurrection is important because without the resurrection none of this is purposeful and none of this is meaningful in our lives. If we If the resurrection didn't happen, if Jesus just simply died, if he just simply died on the cross for our sin, then the essence is he's no better than any other lamb that was sacrificed on those days. He's no better than any other sacrificial lamb. And what those lambs were about was that number one, they just simply covered the sins of your past. So whatever... What sin that was committed up to that point, it was previous. It had nothing to do with your future. It had nothing to do with your, your destiny. It just covered your past so that if that moment would happen, if something bad were to happen, you could claim that blood as, as a Jewish individual. But as Jesus' resurrection takes place, the cross is the, is the sacrifice. It's the thing that, that, that grabs us. It's the thing that, that gets us into His presence. But it's the empty tomb that gives us grace. It's the cross that, says the, that yells and screams about the mercy of God, but it's the empty tomb that is the grace of God. It is the power of God manifested within our lives. Without the empty tomb, without the resurrection, there is no grace. So what is grace? Grace is God's empowering presence in your life. That means that you're not good enough, you're not strong enough. How, there you go, happy Easter. You're not going to live right without the grace of God, without God's grace living in you. The many, many times people fail because they say, well, I just have to get right with God. Let me tell you something. You don't need to get right with God. You need to surrender to God and let God take care of you. You see why people come in and go out and come in and go out is more because we don't have the will that's strong enough to do the work that needs to be done. You know, sometimes you have enough will to get your body in shape or lose some weight or do a particular job or whatever the issue may be. You may have the will to push you and drive you, but that your your accomplishment is only based upon your own energy and your own strength. And some people have greater wills than others and some people have greater strengths than others. And if that were the case, then there were some people that God maybe has predisposed for them to get into heaven. And others, He has allowed them to die and go to hell. And that's not the God I see in Scripture. You can't earn it and we don't deserve it. But it's the grace of God that is poured into your life that empowers you to live for Him. Amen this means it's a surrender aspect. It's something that says to all those that are around you, you've got to surrender. You've got to bow your knee. You've got to go before the Lord and say, God, forgive me. God, wash me. God, cleanse me. God, heal me. I can't do this without you. It is the cross that tells us he loves us, but it's the empty tomb that tells us he's king. It's the empty tomb that tells us that he's on the throne, that he's victorious, that that you can be an overcomer, that you can make it, that your darkest day can see light because he's not there he is risen he is rose from the dead and he is beside our father in heaven right above amen. amen give god praise this morning now we we serve jesus you know if we were jewish we would probably have had easter service yesterday on saturday well because of the resurrection that took place on sunday we call this the lord's day and this has become our Sabbath day. And so we see that on the first day of the week, we, which will be Sunday, we have consecrated that day because every Sunday from this day forward is the day we remember this tomb. And specifically, one Sunday every year, this Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, we remember exactly what He did for us. Now... But the essence of this, and this is where I think people, they, they misunderstand something about Christ. You see, he was one of us. He was He was flesh and blood, just like you and me. But his body was not impacted by the fall of Adam. Adam sinned. Adam fell from grace. And all of Adam's race, everybody that came forth from Adam carries with them original sin. They're, our bodies, our minds, our hearts were corrupted from the moment that we were born. We, you, Like I always say, you, I Never taught my children how to lie. They kind of figured it out all by themselves. It's just kind of innate within inside of them. You know? Did you did you call her that wall over there? No, the dog did it. I don't understand how that happened. And she somehow grew thumbs and grabbed the pen. But we don't we don't train our kids how to deceive us. They figure it out. It's within sight of them. Adam's sin is within every single one of us. But there's one person that has never sinned, and that's Jesus. Okay? But not only has he not sinned, but his body was perfected. He was, he was born of woman. He was born through the Virgin Mary, but yet he did not, his blood did not touch the blood of human human race. And so because of that, he was a perfect human being. That means just like Adam, he would have never died. He would have grown, and he would have, just like anybody else, but he would have stopped growing he would never have died so for jesus to die which means he willingly gave his life for you He willingly gave his life for you, meaning he laid it down. I say this over and over. No one took his life. He freely gave his life. Now, because the one that freely gave his life, that did not have to give his life, that did not have to do these things for us, this one his, His sacrifice was on behalf of whoever would call upon the name of the Lord now shall be saved. He's the last Adam. He's the only one that can heal us and forgive us. He's the only one that can set us free. He's the only one that can change your life. He's the only one that can change your destiny and change your perspective. He's the only one that can do miracles in your life. Jesus Christ, our King. Now... Here's the thing that I, uh, I want you to recognize. Now, not a single one of us, we are all limited. We are all in trouble because the, the resident power of the perfect one was in Jesus. He was completely, and not a single one of us had any connection to that. But, he said, however... He said, If I die and rise from the dead, what is he going to do? He's going to ascend to the right hand of the Father. And then he said something to his apostles. He said, I'm going to send another comforter. So, what he's telling us is the power that was living on him, the power that was living in him, the power that surrounded him, the anointing and the Holy Spirit of God, he was going to come. If he went up, the Holy Spirit was going to come down. And so now we are connected to the, 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 the power of Christ. We are connected to the divine anointing that Christ had through the resurrection. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. That means you and I, we're all going to face a day that we're going to die. This mortal body is going to face a day. However, when you accept Jesus as your Savior, what happens is that your soul inside of you, we call it a simple thing of being born again. What was dead is now made alive. What was dead and forever separate from God has now come alive in Christ. Christ Jesus. And now you now see things and experience things and know things in ways that you never thought possible. And uh, an average person cannot describe this and cannot handle this. But when you receive Jesus, you begin to understand it's kind of one of those things that you just have to be there. You just have to experience it. I can tell you about it. I can explain it to you. I can tell you what happens in your life. But I'm telling you the moment that you get up from that altar friend, your entire life Life is changed in a moment. your atmosphere, your mindset has changed. That doesn't mean the things of the past don't want to try to come in and try to steal it. But what it means is, is that now you have hope and now you have strength and now you have peace and now you have something that can never be taken away but only surrendered if you want to walk away from Him. But who in their right mind would want to walk away from a loving, powerful Savior that wants to walk with you and be beside you your whole life? So the power of the resurrection is the same power that's living in you today. Hear me. The power of the resurrection is the same power that's living in you today. Now the Bible tells us in John eleven twenty three, 23, He said, Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to Him, I know that He will rise again at, in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? This is the essence of your authority. This is the essence of your power in Christ Jesus is that it's Christ alone. It's His power. He is your resurrection in life. If you exhale your last moment in this world, you will inhale into the very presence of Christ. You will. There will be a moment of transition that will be immediate. That one moment, there's pain, there's sorrow, there's suffering, and in the very next moment, you're free, you're whole, you're healed, you're delivered, you're set free by the blood of Jesus Christ, looking right at your Savior and His loving arms bringing you right in. Praise God. I'm getting older. I don't like it. And down the road, I'm, I can see 40. Some of y'all are like, that's behind me. I don't care. But down the road, I'm thinking, wait, wait a minute. That's not natural. It's not supposed to be there. And I, and I see that number rising up in the distance. I got a couple years left, but still, it's right there looming. And in fact, me and you have the same birthday, It's church, just 30 years apart. We were born, I was born on April 29th, 1977, and you were born on April 29th, 1947. So we're all, we're the same age, kind of. But anyway, everybody has a check-in date, and everybody has a check-out date. Why do we live as if we don't? You know what I mean? Why, why, why do we live as if we do not, do not have a moment that we're going to end in this life and no one knows that moment. I'm not trying to depress you on a beautiful spring morning, but I'm telling you, there is a way to look at that and have peace. There's a way to look at your future and have joy. There's a way to look at your life and have peace. Talk to some of these that are at the end of their life like my grandmother that just recently passed who raised her children to live for Jesus and at the end of her life her body was stricken with Alzheimer's and she didn't know anybody. She she didn't have any of these things that, that, that that others have and yet she is right now in the very presence of the Lord. This is her first Easter with Jesus. This is her first moment around the throne celebrating celebrating Easter with Christ Jesus her Lord that is something that you should get excited about that is something that should should help you and encourage you that when life beats at you when life is around you that you can remember that your loved ones the ones that have brought you up the ones that have come before they have paved the road to tell you about there can be hope there is a future you don't have to deny it Christ loves you Christ cares about you you and you can make it through whatever the world may throw at you you see it's the power of the resurrection that gives us the ability to call on the name of jesus it's the holy spirit power the power of the resurrection it tells us that satan from this point forward is under our feet the moment he got off the cross and the moment he put his foot down on the devil's head you are free today the devil has no authority over your life you are free this moment in time The power of the resurrection tells us Satan is under our feet. The power of the resurrection tells us it gives you life. It gives you authority. It gives you discipline. It gives you the strength to draw on and draw others into the kingdom of God. The power of the resurrection is just as powerful now as it was then. This same power is still emanating from history all the way to this moment. It has not stopped saving. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you might find yourself bound in tonight the power of the resurrection can save you can deliver you can set you free it still pulls people out it still sets you free it still strengthens you it still lifts you up it still does a miracle in your life there are countless souls and millions and millions of souls that are going to be around the throne uh, that are living in the world right now that have been in drugs that have been in prostitution that have been in multiple different sins that have been in depressed that have been lost and undone that the world says I have them there is no hope but Jesus has delivered them and Jesus can set them free and Jesus has come and delivered all of those that will call on the name of the Lord today Jesus' power, that resurrection power, is the same power that raised Jairus' daughter. It's the same power that raised Lazarus from the dead. It's the same power that called demons out of people and demanded them to go. It's the same power that healed the lepers. It's the same power that healed the blind. It's the same power that opened up the ears. It's the same power that heals the lame. It's the same power that washed around him. It's the same power that descended upon him. It's the same power that when the soldiers were there, that were frozen with fright. It's the same power that when the light of Christ lit up that tomb and the stone was immediately rolled away that this this colossal two-ton stone, two-ton stone was, was lifted up out of its place and was moved over to the other side. That same power is living in you right now. You are more than a conqueror. You can be overcoming. You can destroy and put down the evil in your life because the power of God that raised Christ from the dead is available today for you right now Jesus we sing this old song he will never lose his power says something like the blood will never lose its power the blood of Jesus will never lose its power. Jesus tells us that He has authority. Jesus speaks to us of what he, has spoke, what he has delivered to us and delivered around us. The power of Christ to do mighty, mighty miracles is here today in this room. And you may feel like I can't make it, and you may feel like that I cannot go any further. And I, want to, I came this morning to encourage you, don't discount the power of Jesus Christ. Maybe this morning that you might have, you may be in a position where you, you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what your next meal may be. Maybe you're in a position where you've come in and out of church and you never let uh, grab the hold of God. Maybe you're in a place that you've been, you're, you're facing a trial in your life and you don't know how you're going to get an answer for it. I want to tell you, His power is available to you this morning, right now. Jesus declares Himself as King. He tells us that He is the I Am. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I, before Abraham was, I am. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he, one final one, He says, I am the true vine. He's telling us in all of these statements in the Gospel of John that He is the I Am. He's everything you need. He's everything you need this morning. He's everything that you have need of in your life. And I want to speak to you before we quit this morning. That His power. His power that transforms. His power that lifts you up. His power can also do a thing in our community. Because the power of God doesn't stay concealed. You hear me? In the book of Acts, chapter 2, the power of God was manifested in the, in the baptism of the Holy Spirit there. But in Acts, chapter 1, the Bible says that Jesus told us, it says, but you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now, that, that word power there is, in Greek, means dunamis, means power. It's where we get the word dynamite. Now, if I would hand you a candle, and it was about the same length, two candles about the same length, and I lit one of those candles, and I said, hold on to it. You say, all right. And then I hand you another thing I call a candle, and I, and I lit it, and I said, now hold on to it. I said, now this one's wax, and this one's dynamite. Which one are you going to hold? You know, I was like, well, I think I'll throw that one over here. I'm going to get rid of this one. Why? Because dynamite doesn't stay stable. Once it's lit, you better run. Because it's going to blow. And when it goes, you can't keep it in a box. It's going to force its way out. It's going to force its expression out. It's going to force the surrounding area out. When the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You know, you just can't keep it bottled up. And this is why we can't. You can't make Jesus just an accessory, like you put him on, like you put on your shoes. You you put him when the power of God is in you. It surrounds you. He's got to come out of you. He's got to do a work in you. He's got. He's going to change you. You can't get him, Jesus's presence, and stay the same way you were when you walked in. When you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, it doesn't just. It isn't just a normal thing where you can just put on a coat. It is a thing that God is going to empower you, that God is going to change you, and God is going to break down walls in your life, and God is going to break through barriers in your life, and God is going to develop you, and God is going to set you free, and God is going to do mighty and strong things in your life as you receive Jesus as your Savior, as you allow yourself to be full of the power of God. I pray you're getting this this morning because the hope that we have in Easter today, the hope that we have in the resurrection this morning is simply wrapped up in the power of Christ that's available to all. The Bible tells us in first Peter chapter one, verse three, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. I want to tell you this morning, if you want someone to go to the piano, I want to tell you this morning something very important. As Church of God, we believe, we believe that you can backslide. We believe that you can walk away from the Lord. That is that's something that we don't want to happen, but it's something that we recognize does happen. And we recognize that in your life that you can make choices that are going to lead you in a direction that's going to take you away from God. While at the same time, I want to tell you that that's not something you need to be afraid of. Say, what do you mean? That word I just read says you are the power that raised Christ from the dead is the power that's keeping you. What does that word mean? It means it's guarding you. Listen, Jesus has guarded you today. The enemy decided to try to kill, steal, and destroy, and Jesus said no. Why? Because we know every day the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his motive. That's his action. That's what he wants to do. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy your life. And the only thing he can do is tempt you. He can't take you. He can't kill you. He can't destroy you until you get away from the place of safety. You know, if I gathered a group of guys around me and I walk through, if I walk through an area that, to prevent people from coming at me, there's safety in the middle of that place. But the moment that I deviate from that path, the moment that they keep going that way and I decide I want to go a left turn, then that power is no longer available to me. Let me put it like this. We have some pretty sunsets around here. Beautiful. I mean, it it cracked me up. First time I, I, when I moved here, going over St. George Bridge there down to the island, I mean, there's like all these people just lined up for pictures. And I was like, I just want to yell out the window, hi, I live here. I can look at it every day if I want. That's wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But it's flesh. I have to forgive the Lord. But, is that, but you see, it would be, really be dumb. I mean really dumb. If they went all the way down to there, and they set their camera up, and they pointed their cameras to the east, waiting for that beautiful sunset, because sun sets in the west. And so you look at that guy, and you say, you know, something's wrong with you, man. It's so pretty back here, and he says, yeah, but I know one day it's going to. It's going to go down. The sun's going to go down there. No, no, no. We call that sunrise. It's not going to be that way. You see, the world has everything backwards. And so, because the world has everything backwards, your position determines your perspective. And just because you say, Well, I'm down here, God, why aren't you blessing me? I'm down here, God. Why am I not free? Why did I not experience your power? Why am I? And God says, you're pointed east. When you need to be pointed west, your position determines your blessing. And if you will not position yourself and surrender to God, you cannot get into the power that God has for you in your life. And there may be people behind you going ooh and ah and saying, look how awesome this is. And you're standing at a blank canvas and there's nothing you can do about it. And the guy behind you says, hey dummy, turn around. Here's beauty over here. There's victory over here. There's joy over here. There's peace over here. Every chain shall fall off. Every shackle shall be gone. All freedom is here. Just turn around and walk with God and live with God and you shall be free today. You shall be free this morning. Many times, I think God said, hey, Larry, turn around. I've been crying and asking the Lord, Lord, why is this? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening in my life? And God says, turn around. I'm delivering you. You're just looking at your trouble and you're looking at your problem and you're looking at your situation and you're looking at the clouds behind you when the sun sets right over on behind on the other side and if you just turn and you can see that I've already planned your way out I've already set you free I've kept you the enemy wanted to come in and wipe you out he set up ambushments to come over your life he set up a trap to destroy you he set up places to bring you down he set up all these things that you would be destroyed but I Stripped them and I stopped them and I, I prevented them from happening in you. And the thing that you're looking at now is not the reality. The thing that you need to do is turn around and receive the blessing and authority and the anointing that I have for you in your life. You are, you are not the tail. You are not forgotten. You are not thrown away. You are not worthless. You can be whole. You can be strong. You can be free today. Mm, I feel Him. He has me deposited here for a moment. Do not settle for the things of this world and saying that it's always going to be this way. Know that God from the history of the world, this omnipotent, meaning all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing God has known your life and knows where you are. and He has a plan for you. And this God, we describe Him as love. You can't describe me as love. I mean, I'll fail you if you try to describe me as love. Because there will be days that I won't be able to uh, rise to that. But there will never be a moment that He doesn't love you. There will never be a moment that He doesn't care over your life every time you cry he cries every time that you You suffer pain he suffers with us the Bible tells us in Romans that he went through he goes through these things he understands where you are and yet he's standing before the father praying for you right now he's already tripping all the trouble he's already stopping all the all the uh, all the swords that have been drawn against you when you go into work tomorrow and the enemy has set up a trap and you walked right and you think you're going to walk right into it I want to tell you that God will turn that around and change it and Deliver you and set you free. My mother, she flew back to Kansas City this yesterday night. And there was a time when she was a teacher. And she's still a teacher. She just doesn't want to quit. She just loves kids. And there was this time that the people wanted her out. She was a Christian at a Christian school. But they didn't particularly care for her. It had nothing to do with her teaching. She always got high marks on that. It was a different denominational school when she was Church of God and they didn't like that. She was hired by somebody else and when they got a new new guy coming in, he he really didn't want her there. So he started, started making up things about her. Saying things. That were not true. At a Christian school. And as she, she was devastated and it hurt. And the Holy Spirit kept saying, listen, I have you right here. I'm going to take care of you. And I'm not telling you that she just went through and everything was lollipops and roses and all this stuff. She, she suffered pain through this. But there was a day that everything was revealed and all that was hidden came to light. And these false agendas that had come in to attack her at her job was revealed for what they were of discrimination and where she was, and they lost their job. Mom left anyway, (laughs) but she left on her own terms. But here's the thing. In a real world situation, I want to tell you, God looks out for you. The enemy wants to destroy you. The enemy wants to to take you down. Your business, he wants to take out your life. He wants to take out your job. He wants you to suffer. He wants you to do that. And God, he can stop it. He can deliver you. He can heal you. He can set you free. You are more than a conqueror. And we mean that because that's what the word of God says. Power of the resurrection isn't just in salvation in your soul. It isn't just baptizing you in the spirit. It is power to take over your entire life to lead you in places that you would never be able to go to deliver you in places that you would never be able to escape from the power of the resurrection is holistic it's going to deliver you if you just trust in the name of jesus and surrender unto him christ can set you free today thank you for listening to the weekly podcast of east point church of god and pastor larry sterling